one of my coaching clients sent me a message and he said, Hey, Coach Stone, how do I get past these mental blocks that I'm having in my business? He said, I've been an entrepreneur for a few years now, but I just have a hard time thinking like an entrepreneur sometimes. How do I get past all of that? So we had a conversation and we talked about some things and we were able to work it out. And that got me thinking, why don't I do an episode on how to think like an entrepreneur? So I'm going to share a couple of tips on how you can start to think like an entrepreneur coming up next in this episode. You're listening to the Grind and Gratitude Show. I am Danny Stone, and I've dedicated my entire life to helping people win, win in their careers, win in their businesses, and win in their lives. This podcast is going to help you get on your grind and hustle to create the life that you love and walk in gratitude along the journey. Each episode, I'll teach you tools and tactics and bring you conversations with experts that will help you turn your passion into a thriving online business. Life isn't about wishing for something greater. It's about making it happen. There's something special about you. Grind until you find it. Be grateful when you get it. Welcome to the Grind and Gratitude Show. I am Danny Stone, also known as Coach Stone. If this is your first time here, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. If you've been here before, well, you know I got mad love for you. Thanks so much. On this episode, I really want to talk about the entrepreneur mindset. Yes, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, or you're thinking about transitioning from you know, an employee to an entrepreneur, I think it's important that you start to understand that the entrepreneur mindset is very different than an employee mindset. And it requires you to think different, to develop a different mindset, to take different actions, and to think outside of the way that you would normally think. And so I want to dig into a couple of points. Before I do that, I've been a full-time entrepreneur since 2014. And in that time, I, I realized that I had to break some negative habits and patterns and really shift my mindset because I was still thinking like an employee even in the first year or two of having my business. And I think that's the case for a lot of people who are entrepreneurs. We've been conditioned to be employees. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. I'm not saying that you you have to become an entrepreneur. I'm not saying that being an entrepreneur is better. Whatever works for you. Some people want to be employees. You know, they want to develop their careers. They want to grow within an organization. And there's nothing wrong with that. But then there's other people who don't want to work for somebody else. They want more control and more freedom over their careers. And that usually leads them to becoming an entrepreneur or a business owner. And so those are the people that I'm talking to right now. I'm talking to you. If you have ever thought about becoming an entrepreneur, if you are an entrepreneur, then I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you because. There's no training to become an entrepreneur, right? We're, we're conditioned and we're groomed to be employees. We, we learn at an early age how to do a job or, or, you know, from your first career, from the first organization that you work with, they teach you and they train you and they, they show you how to work within that organization in your role. And over time, you begin to master your skills and you begin to master what you're doing in that role and maybe evolve into uh, and transition into other roles. 
Most of us learn how to become an entrepreneur on our own. Most of us don't have a lot of guidance, a lot of mentorship, a lot of coaching, a lot of teaching. We just have to figure it out along the way. And in figuring it out, you know, obviously we make mistakes and we stumble and we fumble. And a lot of that has to do with our mindset because we don't think like entrepreneurs. We're still thinking like we work for somebody else in an office or an organization and we show up every day and we're still thinking that we get a paycheck every two weeks or every three weeks and we're still thinking that we put in our nine or ten hours a day and then we're done. Well, that's not what being an entrepreneur is. Being an entrepreneur is, you, you know, find something that you absolutely love and that you're passionate about. You have a big reason why you decided to become an entrepreneur and why you decided to launch the business that you launched. And then you do everything that you can to grow that business, to reach more people, and to serve your clients and your customers. But along the way, we really don't stop to start to think like an entrepreneur, to develop that mindset. So I want to give you seven different ways or seven different things that you can do to start to think like an entrepreneur, to really hone in and lock in on the mindset that you need to be successful as an entrepreneur. Does that sound good to you? Let me know, right? You guys are my co-hosts. So you got to let me know if this sounds good to you or not. Now, these are just things that I've learned from me. I'm not saying that this is the most extensive list of things that you can do to start to develop your entrepreneur mindset. I'm just saying these are things that have worked for me and things that have worked for my coaching clients, okay? So the very first thing that you have to understand and that you really have to hone in on if you want to think like an entrepreneur is that you have to understand that entrepreneurship is a journey and you have to break away from that fixed mindset to a more growth mindset. And I I did a whole podcast episode on this. I believe it was uh, episode 32. It was all about fixed mindset versus growth mindset. So you have to start to understand that entrepreneurship is a journey and you're not fixed on doing things any certain way. You have to understand that it's a solo mission. When you're an entrepreneur, it can be very lonely at times. And when you look around for help and you look around for other people, some of your family, some of your friends, some of your coworkers or colleagues aren't going to understand what it's like to be an entrepreneur because it's foreign to them. And so you have to understand that it's a journey Sometimes it can be a very isolated journey. Sometimes you can feel like you're very alone, but that's when you need to connect with other people. That's when you need to you know, connect with your team or coaches or mentors. And so you have to learn to go from this mindset of things are the way that they are. If something doesn't work out, you can't just accept that. You have to think bigger than that. And, and people with a, growth, with a growth mindset understand that challenges are just opportunities to do something different. And so that's what you have to start to understand as an entrepreneur. You have to understand that along this journey, you're going to face different roadblocks, but you have the ability to think differently about that, to maneuver around that. You're not restricted like you may have been when you're an, an employee, right? So that's what you have to start to think about. You have to understand that it's, it's a journey and you have to understand that working on your mindset is a regular thing. You have to wake up every day and you have to start to to build that really resilient mindset to say, look, I'm going to win as an entrepreneur. 
Things will come up, but I'll figure it out. I'm going to dream bigger. I'm going to dream bold. And I might not know how things are going to work out or how it's going to happen, but these are my big, bold goals. These are my aspirations for my life, for my my company as an entrepreneur. That's how you have to start thinking. So you really have to work on your mindset every single day. And that's like with meditation, with um, taking time for yourself, exercising, reading, all of these things help you to build that, that really growth mindset. And that's what it takes if you want to be a successful entrepreneur. The second thing that you have to do if you want to learn how to think like an entrepreneur is invest in learning and coaching. Every successful business person has a coach or they have mentors. We all do. I have a coach. I have lots of mentors for lots of different things. And almost every successful person I know has had a coach, has many coaches, or has a bunch of mentors. And so you have to see that as an investment. And this is the big shift because when you were an employee, maybe you didn't think of learning and coaching and mentoring as an investment, but it is. As an entrepreneur, these are absolutely investments. And so when you see a coaching program, when there's an opportunity to receive coaching or to find a shortcut from somebody who's already done it, don't look at that as an expense. Look at it as an investment. Because when you invest in coaching and you invest in in learning and you invest in mentorship, if it's the right fit and it's the right thing for you, it's going to speed up your progress. Things that you would stumble through for three, four, five, six, seven years. You could learn in a matter of one year, a few months, or even a few weeks. Sometimes we look at coaching or we look at these investments in mentoring or programs and we say, oh, that's a that's a, a lot of money. That's a big expense. It's actually you speeding up your timeline and speeding up your learning and your growth because you're learning from somebody who's already been there, someone who's already done that, somebody who's already been through those challenges and they're going to teach you how to avoid the same challenges that they they faced. So look at learning and coaching and mentorship as an investment into yourself and your business. That's, That's how entrepreneurs think. There's a reason why people join $50,000 or $100,000 masterminds because in those masterminds, the amount of information and connections that they get, it just super supercharges or skyrockets their business and, and their personal growth and their, their business knowledge. So that's why people spend thousands and thousands of dollars on coaching, mentoring, and learning. So that's what really powerful entrepreneurs do. Third thing is you have to learn to think outside of a box. Of a box? <laughs> you have to learn to think outside of the box. Matter of fact, you have to understand that there is no box. As an entrepreneur, there's no box. You're not in any box. You can do whatever you want as an entrepreneur. And sometimes that's a good thing, but it can also be a bad thing because your attention can go all over the place and you start on all of these different lines of businesses or you, all of these different revenue streams. And the next thing you know, you are on the outside of your business and you're not focused. So it can be a bad thing, but it can also be a great thing. Because there are no restrictions. You can think big. You can put yourself boldly out there. You can do things that you've never dreamed about doing. And that's the great thing about being an entrepreneur. Nobody's holding you back but yourself. It doesn't matter what other people have to say. 
You have no manager or no boss or no organization telling you, hey, you can't do that. You can do whatever you want. And so as an entrepreneur, you have to understand that there are no limits to what you can do. There's no limits to how far you can grow your business. There's no limits to you know, how you want to market and promote yourself. There's no limits to any of that other than obviously your budget <laughs> and you know your, your limitations when it comes to your knowledge and your experience. But here's where it gets great, which, which is what I'm going to talk about in a few minutes. You can get other people on board with that. Successful entrepreneurs take risks, they're creative, and they know that there is no box. You have to take risks, you have to be creative, you have to tap into your creativity, your resourcefulness, and your resilience in order to be a successful entrepreneur. And you have to start thinking like that. You have to think very creatively. You have to think that there is no box, and you have to be able to take risks, whether they're calculated risks or or not. That's what entrepreneurs do. That's the type of mindset that you have to start to create if you want to be a successful entrepreneur. Number four, really great entrepreneurs know this. They outsource and they delegate. As an entrepreneur, and, and this may be difficult for you because this was very difficult for me. You know, I'm somebody who's used to just doing everything in my business. I know how to do my graphics. I know how to edit these podcasts. I know how to do marketing and sales funnels and, you know, write copy for, for my website and, and, and do my own social media. I know how to do all of that, but it doesn't mean that I should be doing it. And for the longest time, I was a, a one man show in my business. I was the only one. I was a solopreneur, meaning I'm, I was just, it was just me and my business. And I was hesitant to hire somebody because I thought, well, they might not know how I like my social media post to look, or they might not know how I like the podcast to be edited, or they might not know how I like, you know, whatever it was. And I realized that they were just excuses because I was spending so much time doing all of these different things in my business. It was really taking away from me being the creative person, from me thinking bigger and bolder. I never had time for that because I was so busy down in the weeds doing everything. And maybe you can relate. Maybe you're a solopreneur. Maybe you're somebody who's doing everything in your business and you don't have people to delegate to. Or maybe you're somebody who likes to be in control and you have a few team members or you have a team, but you really don't delegate. Uh, things to them as you should. What I realized is if I really wanted to be a, a really successful entrepreneur, I had to start delegating things. I had to hire people to be on my team. I had to vi- hire a team of podcast editors. I had to hire a virtual assistant. You know, I had to get people to do the graphics. So that way I could spend more time doing the things that I need to do to grow the business, to reach more people, to get the message that I'm trying to get out there to more and more people and in turn land more and more clients and make more and more money so that I can do this all over again, right? That's what it's about. You know, for me, being somebody who teaches people how to quit their corporate jobs and turn their passion and knowledge into a successful online course, a profitable online course, it's really important that I have a team so that People can focus on those little things that I don't really need to focus on so that I can get better at reaching more people and get better at fine tuning the courses and the programs and the coaching and then get better at coming up with topics to bring you on the podcast. 
So if you're that type of person, if you're somebody who likes to do everything, or maybe you don't like to do everything, but you might be thinking, I just don't have thousands of dollars to to hire people. Well, there's lots of really cost-effective ways that you can bring people on board within your business. And some of them are freelance websites. You have websites like Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R. You have Upwork, U-P-W-R-R-K. You have onlinejobs.ph. There's lots of different websites out there where you can hire people for three, four, five, seven, ten dollars an hour to do jobs that either you don't know how to do, you don't have time to do, or you don't want to do. So don't think that just because you're a solopreneur or a solo entrepreneur that you can't afford to hire people because you can. You can hire people on an hourly wage, on a weekly, monthly for very, very low costs, okay? But it's an investment in your business. And that's how entrepreneurs think. They outsource and they delegate so they can focus on the things that are gonna grow and expand the business. So if you wanna start thinking like an entrepreneur, then now's the time that you have to start thinking about this. Now's the time you have to start thinking about you know, outsourcing, hiring people, or if you have a team, making sure that you're delegating more so that you can focus on the things that really matter. I shouldn't say matter, but the things that really grow and expand the business. So hopefully that makes sense to you. The fifth thing that you should do if you really want to develop an entrepreneur mindset and to really start thinking like an entrepreneur or to think more like an entrepreneur, like a successful entrepreneur, is listen to your customers. Now, I know this sounds very straightforward, but I've had lots of clients who I've worked with over the years who have businesses or are solo entrepreneurs and they come to me and they tell me, Danny, I don't know why my customers or my clients or potential clients aren't buying the thing that I'm trying to sell them. Don't they know that this is the best thing for them? Don't they know that this is the best solution? Don't they know that this is the best product? Don't they know that? Here's the thing. Listen to your customers. It's not what you think they want. It's what they tell you that they want. And this is a big challenge for a lot of people because sometimes people are like, oh, I got the perfect program or, oh, I got the perfect product. And I know, you know, this product's going to be amazing and people are going to love it. And then they put it out there and they have a really great marketing plan and a strategy and everything. And then it's crickets. Everything is silent. The sales don't roll in the way that they expect. They're not reaching the right audience. People are just aren't buying. People are not interested. Now, it could be a number of things. It could be maybe you have the right product or service, but your communication and your marketing strategy just doesn't reach the right people or it's not resonating with them properly. So maybe you have to go back and tweak that. Or it could just be that that's not what people want. (laughs) It could be just that simple. They just don't want it, you know? And um, I'm laughing because I've been there. I've, I've, I've launched different businesses and I've had, you know, clothing business. I've had a watch business. I've had, you know, various types of um, consulting businesses over the years. And some of them were successful and some of them weren't. And in some cases when they weren't, it was just because one, either my marketing and communication was off. I was marketing to the wrong group of people. 
or the product or service just wasn't what people wanted. Plain and simple. And so you have to listen to your customers. What are they telling you that they want? What are their issues with your products or service? Are you making the adjustments that you need to make? Are they telling you what they want, what they like? Are they telling you how they want it delivered? Listen to your customers and then respond. There's nothing worse than your customers trying to tell you what they want. And one, you don't listen or you listen, but you don't respond or you don't say anything or you don't make the adjustments. Sort of successful entrepreneurs, they do that. They deeply listen to their customers. They deeply understand who their customers are or their their client avatar, and they respond. They respond by giving them what they're asking for. This was very challenging for me in the past because, again, sometimes I thought I knew better than my potential customers or clients. I thought, man, I know that they need this program. Why don't they just buy this course or this program? And I kept trying to shove it down people's throats and they just didn't want it. It wasn't what they wanted. And so I asked them what they wanted and then I came back and I delivered it. And it's very difficult to do. Trust me, I've lost tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars because I wanted to do things my way and I didn't want to listen to my customers. Once I started listening to my customers and I started delivering what they wanted, that's when people started buying from me. That's when they started kind of coming back to me, you know, saying, what else can you do? What else can you develop? What else can you design? Can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? And so I listened. If you want to start to think like an entrepreneur, listen to your customers. And if you don't have customers or you haven't fully launched a business yet, then put out a survey and ask people what they want related to the product or the service that you want to deliver. So for instance, if you're coming out with makeup and you don't have customers yet, then maybe you put a a message out on all of your social media or you send an email out to all of your friends and your family and you say, hey, I'm thinking about starting this uh, makeup company and I want to know what is your biggest challenge that you have with makeup right now? And then what would you like to see in a makeup brand? What are some of the things that you would like to see? It could be just a two or three question survey that you put out to people and then you get that information back and then you make sure that you incorporate that into the business that you're about to launch. Okay, I've done this many times with different businesses I've launched. Uh, Many of my coaching clients have done the same thing and it's very, very helpful to survey people. So even if you don't have customers or clients, you can put out a survey to your friends, your family on your social media And if you do have existing clients, then you can absolutely do this. Send out a survey, ask them what they want, and then come back and respond. Give them the results and say, hey, I heard you and this is what I'm going to do. So listening to your customers is what you need to do if you really want to start to think like an entrepreneur, right? Because we always hear these companies say, you know, our people are our greatest assets, And we love our customers. You hear almost every company says that. Yet many of them don't treat their people well and they don't listen to their customers. (laughs) Isn't that true? Right. You know, so you don't want to be that way. You want to be somebody who responds. You want to be somebody who listens to your customers. You want to be somebody who's constantly trying to serve them better. You're not trying to provide a good service. You're trying to provide a great service or a great product or a great experience for your customers. 
that makes sense to you? All right, we're cooking here. We have two more left. And this is all about how you can start to think like an entrepreneur. You know, these are different ways you can think like an entrepreneur to develop that entrepreneur mindset. Number six, keep developing your sales skills. As an entrepreneur, obviously, it's always about selling. And a lot of us don't like to sell. I get that. I'm not I'm not a person who loves sales. I don't love the art of selling. Well, let me let me rephrase that. I should say that I do love sales. I love sales when you're doing it from a place of authenticity, when you know that you have a product or a service that is great quality, that is what people need or want, and that you're the right person to to sell it to them. Then in that regard, I love sales. But I don't love it from the, the aspect of throwing things out there to the masses, trying to land as many pe- random people as possible and hope that they will buy. I don't like sales from that perspective. I like to speak to people, a very targeted, focused audience to my avatar. Your avatar is your ideal client or your ideal customer. And you speak directly to what they need or what they want. And you tell them why your product or your service is going to benefit them, make them feel a certain way, make their life easier, help them through challenges, and then you sell it to them. In that regard, that's how I love sales. And as an entrepreneur, you really have to get good with sales. You have to get good with your pitch. You have to get good with understanding your product, your service, knowing. So you have to do the same thing. You have to listen to your customers and then sell, continue to work on your sales skills. Continue, continue to speak in a way that your customer understands. Use their language on your sales pages, in your sales pitches, in the conversations that you have, on your social media, in your email. What type of language, what do they want to hear from you? And you give that back to them. And that's how you develop this deep, not only a sale, a one-time sale, but an ongoing relationship of a customer who continues to buy from you time and time. So if you want to think like an entrepreneur, spend some time really understanding sales. And if you don't know, then go and learn from somebody who does know sales. Take a course, find a coach, get somebody who does know about sales because it's always about selling. Yes, you it's about your product or your service, but it's about selling. If you don't know how to communicate with people and you don't know how to why your product, your service, or your skills are so great. And what works really well too is is telling stories, sharing your own personal stories or stories of your customers or your clients or testimonials or things that haven't worked or things that you tried that didn't work, but you made adjustments or stories of you know your customers and how they came to you and said that they wanted something different. And you, there is a lot of power in telling stories. And this is something that's really underlooked in sales. It's always about a story. It's always about a relationship. It's always about building trust, having them like you and know you or your company or your business and wanting to buy spends and marketing and advertising. Get those things down. And if you don't know, go and hire somebody as a freelancer or bring somebody on your team or go and take some sales training so that you can learn to master that. That's the entrepreneur mindset. The entrepreneur mindset is I have to master my sales skills so that I can reach my ideal clients 
to sell them this product or the service that I know that they need or want to do what you're doing or to do what you're trying to create in this world. Connect with people who you connect with. And and that sounds so strange, but sometimes we still think like an employee. And as an employee, you wouldn't go and ask the CEO if they want to go out, right? We just don't do that. Now, I, I have, because that's how I was. But most, and so you have to make that shit in your mindset. You can develop partnerships with anybody that you want to. There's no rules around, you know, this person's job title or how much money they make or whatever. It's if you feel connected to somebody, if you see that there's a a relationship there or a potential partnership, then you can approach that. There's no restriction. The key is to find people, you know, are on the same journey as you, who have the same maybe values, the same beliefs, the same type of business or, or even a supporting business. Find people and organizations and partnerships that you trust, that you know, that you like people that maybe you've been following for a while or, or brands or organizations that you've been following for a while or somebody that you want to connect with and just read. That's the great thing about being an entrepreneur. There's no rules to this thing. There's no rules to who you can and cannot build relationships with or partnerships with. It's, and obviously, the other, nothing's stopping you from reaching. I think that's something that's really powerful. It's something that I realized Many years into being in, I I didn't know that I could just reach out, ask somebody, hey, you want to partner up on this or reach out to a brand or reach out to some type of business and just just ask. (laughs) I didn't know that. Right? I thought there was rules to this thing. Well, you can reach out to anybody you want. You can try to form partnerships with anybody. My only suggestion is make sure that you know a little bit about the organization, the brand, the person that you're aligned in terms of the way that you think or you're aligned in terms of your values or your beliefs or you're aligned in terms of your mission or your purpose or you're aligned in terms of the people that you want. Other than that, it's wide open. And entrepreneurs understand this. This is one of the things that really successful entrepreneurs understand and they know and they do really well. They build partnerships. They build relationships. And here's the other thing. They build partnerships and relationships with areas that they need to grow. For instance, if they don't know something about marketing, they go and build a relationship with a marketing agency or a brand or someone who's really great at marketing and they team up and they either share services or they, you know, exchange services or, you know, you just hop. This is the great thing about being, and you can do whatever you want when it comes to building relationships and building partnerships. So start to think limitless. I hope this makes sense. Let me recap real quick. These are the seven tips to help you think like an entrepreneur and build an entrepreneur mindset. Number one, work on your mindset every day to go from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. Number two, invest in learning and coaching and mentoring. Number three, there is no box. Think limitless, take risks, be creative. Number four, outsource and delegate everything that you can, even if you have to hire freelancers. Number five, listen to your customers. What are they telling you that they want and give them what they want? Number six, keep developing your sales skills because that's what it takes to grow your business and scale your business. And number seven, build meaningful relationships and partnerships. Wow. That was a lot. I hope that you found some value in this episode. I hope that you can use some of these things to 
start to think like an entrepreneur and develop that entrepreneurial mindset, or even if you already are an entrepreneur, just to kind of get back to understanding that your abilities are limitless. That's it for this episode of the Grind and Gratitude Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll catch you on the next episode. Take care. Thanks so much for being my co-host on this episode of the Grind and Gratitude Show. I really appreciate you. I hope that you learned something and you're motivated to take action and get on your grind. Didn't that go by fast? If you want more, head over to grindandgratitude.com for show notes and more information about this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a rating so more people will tune in. And let me say this. There's something special about you. Grind until you find it. Be grateful when you get it.